Hey everyone, welcome back. Um, I'm so embarrassed because I had promised that this episode was going to come out a couple of weeks ago and then I've been really working on writing and rewriting a handful of times because it's so incredibly important to me because today on Confessions of a Momillennial, I want to share a huge piece of myself with you. So from the time I was little, I found myself drawn to nature, to being a witch. I would make tree houses in the woods. I would call out to the woodland creatures from fairies to deer to rabbits, anything, both real and imagined, to come and visit. I would make potions. I would pick little berries off of trees, pick apples off of trees, mix them together with creek water and grass and mash them all up. I would run barefoot through tall grass, mud. I loved to dance in the rain. My favorite place, the one that I probably return to more than anywhere else, anywhere that I've lived in my dreams, is my mama and Pappy Joe's cabin in the mountains of West Virginia. I have countless memories of wading through the river right outside of their cabin, riding quads and horses up and down the mountains. They actually own a mountain called Red Bud. I've always felt more at home outside, which is weird because as an adult, I think I've kind of ignored that. Um, As a teen, I voraciously read Harry Potter and Witch Child. I sat enthralled and watched Practical Magic, Charmed, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I found myself jealous of Hermione's boldness, felt Mary's fear through the pages, and wished I too could glide down from the roof like Jillian and Sally and all of the ants. I loved the honesty that Prue had, the vulnerability of Phoebe, even though she was so bold and so groundbreaking. The power of both Buffy and the intelligence and magic of Willow really pushed me to want to be comfortable being bold and brave in a time where I wasn't okay with being bold and brave. I used to ignore the fact that all of my tattoos have literally pointed me in this direction, but the first tattoo was a modified triketra, which is the symbol of charmed. My fourth was script on my wrist that reads literally, it's all magic with a K. And the fifth, um, my ankh with the wings of Isis is on my back. As a young teen, I drafted my own book of shadows, but somewhere in some time in all of it, in all of the growing up, in all of the getting older, in all of losing the magic, I got lost. I felt like I had to hide my interest. I felt like people were laughing at me, so I did. And for years, I was as far from who I really have found myself to be, as far from a witch as I ever will be again. Suddenly, 15 years after that first tattoo, and almost 10 years after I left behind my book of shadows, my tarot cards, my runes, I literally was called out. I was sitting at a picnic table at a local brewery with a new friend, someone I had only known for a month, literally a month. Suddenly, she looked at me with a knowing smile and said, and I quote, a witch knows a witch. And my whole world clicked right back into place. After that initial, albeit incredibly shocking call out, it was like a rope that had been tethered to something in me a long time ago was suddenly pulled tight. But I'm stubborn. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I don't like people telling me who or what I am. So I tried to do a few things. I tried to laugh it off. I tried to ignore it. But mostly, I really tried to pretend that she didn't mean what she had said. She really didn't mean what I thought she meant. A witch knows a witch. What did that even mean? Did it mean something for her? What did it mean for me? Did it mean the same thing to both of us? So it took me months for me to sort it out in my head. But on the eve of Samhain, the witch's new year, Halloween, I finally figured it out. I knew. 
a witch definitely knows another witch. So I'm often asked, what does it mean to me to be a witch? And a witch means so many different things to so many different people, me included. And as I've started to embrace the term, I've started to feel a sense of freedom and liberation now that I finally kind of enveloped it and accepted it. Um, Now that I live it, now that I'm okay telling people. But I do know that in this world, I have to be mindful of who is aware of this particular part of me. The history of the word is deep and dark and haunted. Therefore, I know that. I'm an English teacher. Uh, Words have power. Words have meaning beyond just what um, they mean in a dictionary. So it's not a word that I use lightly or without fully accepting any possible consequence that comes as a result of me standing in that identity. Because What's most important is that being a witch, calling myself a witch, means that I'm finally me. I've finally understood that I am a feminist, a person who believes in, encourages, and celebrates freedom for everybody. A person who finds incredible value in the idea of curiosity and encouraging curiosity and believing in intuition. A person who believes that who you are and what your story is, is the most important thing. Being a witch means that I've accepted the deepest and most vulnerable parts of myself. Being a witch means that I'm working with my inner wolf, the inner me, and trying my best to connect with myself on every level. Being a witch also means that I believe that nature is my goddess. The planet is sacred and I celebrate the shifting and changing of the seasons just as I acknowledge and celebrate the shifting seasons of my life, even as as tough as that is. Being a witch also means that I have accepted the fact that I am a woman who is different, a woman who speaks her mind, a woman who doesn't back down, and a woman who is driven by her emotions. This also means that coupled with the fact that I am a witch, all of these pieces of me, I know that I will often be met by a society, a a group of people who judges me and thinks of me as too much. Every witch and person has their own journey, but I think from what I've learned over the last year in my zigzagging witchy journey, I've learned that really it's about genuinely being a good human. It's about owning the good and the bad. It's about putting out good energy and pulling in good energy. It's about living a life that you're proud of and not casting judgment on anyone who isn't like you. My path as both a woman and a witch has always been predominantly solitary, and that's something that I've always struggled with. I've always been the girl who has just a few friends, and I'm not always okay with that. I think then in the last year, specifically the last six months, I've started to accept that the women who choose to be my friends are usually the ones that I need in that season of my life. I've had the best work friends, the people who I created the most magical environment with and I'll never have that again and we were lucky to have that then I've had the best mom friends who enveloped me and made me the mom that I am we literally started motherhood together and now I'm at a point in my life where and when I realize The people I need in my life will be there when I'm ready for them and when I need them. 
the most impactful element of kind of accepting this power within myself is that I've gotten better at cutting out the negative energy and not being sorry for telling someone when their path isn't the one I will be walking anymore. This has helped me to understand that my witchiness is also just mine. There's no book that I can read that tells me the right way to be a witch. There's no book that tells me the right way to be who I am. There's no book that tells me how to be the right teacher, the right mom, the right wife. There are pieces that I can pull in that make me better, but there is no one right answer. So I guess when I started this episode, I think my intention was to tell people what being a witch meant to me. And I hope that if you're tuning in to look for a cut and dry definition of why I am and what makes me a witch, I don't think you're going to find it here. I think that that's the beauty and kind of coming back into this element of me is that there was no right answer. There was no direct path. And in a lot of, in many of the ways and aspects of my life, there never has been the right way and the right path. Being me, all aspects of me, woman, mother, daughter, wife, and now witch, is incredibly personal, individual, and mine. So there isn't a set way to define me. There's no set way to define what it means for me to be a witch. But what I know is this. Calling myself a witch, putting myself out there for all of the public to hear, as a witch, is incredibly intimate and a huge step. It takes on so many forms and shows itself in my life in so many ways, just like every aspect of me. I'm someone who is confident but humble, and now I'm someone who finally trusts myself enough to acknowledge my own deep-rooted magics. I find that magic in and from me, not from anyone or anything else. So I encourage you, Whether you call yourself a witch or not, who are you? What's your story? Where do you get your magic? I'd love to hear your take on witchiness, your take on why I'm a witch, how I know I'm a witch. And as always, I'd love to hear your story. So thank you for listening Um, today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you an insight into who I am and why I am. But head over to Instagram, send me a direct message at Confessions of a Momillennial, all one word. Um, I want to hear from you. Subscribe so you never miss an episode, especially next week. Um, I plan to discuss different parenting and discipline styles. Um, but as always, that kind of is up in the air. I've got a couple of other ideas brewing around in my head with the way that life has been going with me lately. Um, so stick around. I've got some great ideas, but thanks for tuning in. Bye, guys.